Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. I'm Tom Hughes, and my guest today is Jim Markell, founder, president, and host of Understanding the Times. Uh, Jan, it's marvelous to have you here with me, and I consider it a, a real treat and a privilege. I've been following you for years, and you've been involved in Bible prophecy for decades, you could actually say. And, and I've read a lot of your things, even as of late, uh, why the church isn't engaged in Bible prophecy, yep. what has happened to the current uh, generations, uh, not just generation, but generations. And there seems to be kind of a, a, a mocking that's going on and so forth. Uh, but indeed, Jan, I would think that you would say that we live in exciting times, don't we? We live in times when uh, the Bible is um, coming to light, coming to life on a on a minute-by-minute minute basis. It, since I've been looking at these things now almost 40 years ago, I, I got inspired through Hal Lindsey's late great planet Earth, a trip to Israel when I was very young, and suddenly everything made sense. But the convergence of the last five to maybe 10 years has been unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. I never thought I'd live to see it. Wow. So when you say convergence, you know, teaching Bible prophecy 40 years or being involved, that's a long time. And then, but you say convergence, so w w would you liken that to the various signs, like the Olivet Discourse, along with Israel being a nation again, uh, all these things happening at the same time, or th in this particular generation? Yeah, I mean, Israel is the super sign, we all know that, but I think, um, as uh, people in, who are strong in eschatology all agree without exception there's another sign that's even more significant than israel and that's the convergence of things that were predictive now predicted here for the last days now we need to be careful um, because so much of the things that are to things to come let's say um, are going to be fulfilled in the tribulation but we are seeing a run-up to that and I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a stage setting that we're seeing. We certainly have end time issues as it involves the church, but a lot of, for instance, the wars and rumors of war and, and so many things that uh, Luke 21 and Matthew 24 talk about our tribulation events, but that does not mean that we aren't seeing some signs right now um, that are setting the stage. Yeah, I, I would certainly uh, agree with that. In fact, I've heard uh, uh, people like Tim LaHaye say in years past before he went to be home yeah. with the Lord talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse saying you can almost hear their hoof beats. But yes. how much more now? Uh, Jan, let me read this to you. This, these are yeah. some quotes by George Friedman who was the founder of Stratfor. And then he left Stratfor about two years ago and now he's the president of Geopolitical Futures. And he was speaking of current affairs, current world events you and I would call the things he's looking at wars and rumors of wars based upon what Jesus said. But here's a few quotes by him. He said, last time I saw a pattern like this was World War II. Mm. Another quote, it was the last time that all of Eurasia was somehow involved in the destabilization. And then he said of the seven billion people alive today, five billion live within the destabilization area. Now, I look at that coming from someone like George Friedman, who is considered to be an expert of experts on the geopolitical things that are taking place 
in the world. And I look at them as being very informative, uh, especially like this, Jim, because he's coming from a secular perspective, studying what's going on in the news, uh, watching the world events, watching what presidents and kings are deciding. Um, but you and I come from a different perspective, uh, and we look at things from a biblical perspective, but we are seeing the same things, wouldn't you say, that we have this radical destabilization going on, there's great fear of war, but we're able to look at the Bible, and Jan, you're a leader of this, you've been doing this for so many decades, um, when we have this fear that's building up in the minds of people, of course, Jesus said in Luke chapter 21, talking about the last days that men's hearts would fail them from the fear and expectation of things coming upon them. Um, I believe this fear is only going to build. Do you see a World War III breaking out? You know, North Korea is threatening everybody, certainly in the Western world. Uh, Russia's got threats going on. Iran does. Do you see a World War III breaking out uh, anytime soon, or do you project that into a future date? Probably into a future date, but what I do see is, and, and, and in it, for a long time, I just assumed, you, you referenced North Korea, I just assumed North Korea would be a part of the kings of the East, China and whoever else is going to come marching against Israel um, towards the end of the age, towards the end of the tribulation. Um, and now, the more I'm hearing intelligence and military experts talk about North Korea, I think they are serious, and now we have, as they keep saying, a new sheriff in town, um, Donald J. Trump. I have a hunch they're going to take out this crazy guy in uh, in North Korea, Kim Jong-un, uh, and that hmm. begs the question, then, what about the future of North Korea? I don't think we know, um, and I think we would only be speculating and even recklessly speculating, and I don't know that we should go there, but but you are absolutely correct that it's creating a climate of tension. It's creating a climate even of fear. And I'll tell you, Tom, all we need to think about happening, and I don't believe it happens while the church is here, would be an EMP attack, which North Korea would love to do. And I don't believe they're capable yet. I don't think that their missiles are quite capable of sending a, a nuclear EMP attack above the United States. I think they will be in five years. Uh, right now they can reach Hawaii and, and they can reach Japan and they can reach South Korea. Um, so to our allies and to Hawaii, they can do some damage. I don't think they can hit America yet, but give them time. And this nut job over there will probably try. So, and that's why I think Donald Trump is going to take some kind of, whether it be covert, whether it be cyber warfare, whether it be um, some unique of pinpointed missile strikes, probably the latter here, something could happen. We could wake up one of these mornings with headlines that we've done to North Korea or at least uh, their leaders there, what we just did to Syria uh, concerning the chemical weapons. Hmm. Wow, that's really fascinating to think about. And, and uh, putting it that way it certainly makes a lot of sense. Uh, when you look at this uh, leader over in North Korea, I speculated myself, well, does China feel this pressure coming from the Trump administration yes. to have to do something with the leader of North Korea? And then you mentioned North Korea and China being part of the kings of the East in the last days. How would that relationship work out? That's a possibility. Obviously, like you said, we can't project too much into the future, but we can certainly see 
things falling into place. In fact, Jan, I believe it's you who coined the phrase, uh, things aren't falling apart, things are falling into place. And we're, Everything. Yeah, we are watching them fall into place more and more. You mentioned an EMP attack, electromagnetic pulse. Can you explain for our viewers, just break it down into a nutshell, what that would do and, and uh, what, what, what would it cause, uh, an EMP? Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you clarified that because that is important. Um, and by the way, North Korea doesn't have to be the one to launch an EMP. It could be Iran, and perhaps during the tribulation, it will be Iran. But here's what happens with a nuclear bomb set off about, well, probably a couple hundred miles above America. 90% of America would go back to the 1800s. All electricity, all computer parts would, would be fried by this um, There'd be no heat in the northern hemisphere. There'd be you know, no air conditioning in, down south. Uh, computers can't be, people would not even be able to get medicine. So everything would be brought to, a, to a, a, a kind of a shutdown stage with an EMP. And I think this is likely a tribulation experience because I think what we, what we read in Revelation, Tom, is so unspeakably horrible. But I, I gotta throw a caveat in here. Mm -hmm. To, to suggest that the church is a part of this, then you know, why'd Christ die on the cross if we've got to go through all of this horrific, he's given us a way out that's naming him as Jesus Christ, uh, as Lord and Savior of our life, and we go in that pre-trib rapture mm -hmm. that Tom right now is under such attack, you and I could spend two hours just talking about that, uh, because mm -hmm. good people have been deceived with this issue. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. In fact, we're, we're, there's a lot of confusion that comes from people who just go to church and hear about the rapture. Uh, they're thinking, well, Jesus says you're going to be, there, you will suffer persecution and suffering. What they forget, what they don't realize, is the tribulation is not just persecution or suffering. It is the wrath of God yes. that comes upon an ungodly world, and it's also the time after the time of the Gentiles is filled, that he begins working with the Jews and the nation of Israel again. So everything, exactly. everything changes. And, and a lot of people go to church think, no, it's just another time of suffering. No, this is the wrath of God. It is going to be horrific what happens. Just in the first part of the tribulation, it's horrific, let alone the second part. Listen, yeah. Jan, we're out of time right now. But listen, we're going to come back with part two. We're going to be talking about some of the things that are taking place, the attacks on conservatives or the anti-conservative movement that appears to take be taking place everything from what's happening with Fox News to what's happening in UC Berkeley and the attacks on free speech and, and not only that but if you look at regimes throughout the centuries there needed to be propaganda that was brought about only what the king wanted and we are starting to watch that take place here in the united states of america and i actually believe globally also as we are headed to eventually a new world order that's coming during the time of the tribulation but we'll be back for part two